This episode of the Pioneer Podcast comes from an audio file of a Pioneer biography submitted at pioneerstories.org, a webpage of the Sons of Utah Pioneers. We invite you to share your family Pioneer Stories too, by going to pioneerstories.org and clicking the red Submit button. Your story will also become a part of this podcast, where it can be shared with other family members as well. Now, here is our pioneer story this episode is about, John Ray Young. My great-great-grandfather John Ray Young was born 100 years before me. I was born April 13, 1937, and he was born April 30, 1837 in Kirtland, Ohio. His parents were Lorenzo Dow and Persis Goodall Young. Lorenzo is the youngest brother of Brigham Young and the son of John and Abigail Howe Young. When John R. was one year old the family moved to far west Missouri, and a year later were driven out of Missouri at the threat of death with all Mormons after Governor Lily Burnboggs issued his infamous extermination order. The family lost their home, and many of their belongings, and traveled to Illinois and settled in Nauvoo. John R. was a sickly child, with many health problems, and spent much time indoors. I will now quote from his book, Memoirs of John R., Young Utah Pioneer 1847, which was published in 1920 by the Deseret News Press when he was 83 years old. One day father took me for a walk, to give me air and sunshine. We met Joseph and Hiram Smith and Sidney Rigdon. Father shook hands warmly with Joseph and Hiram, but he merely bowed to Brother Rigdon. Joseph asked if I was the child father requested the elders to pray for. Being answered in the affirmative, the prophet removed my hat, ran his fingers through my curly locks, and said, Brother Lorenzo, this boy will live to aid in carrying the gospel to the nations of the earth. His words thrilled me like fire and from that hour I looked forward to the day when I should be a missionary. At the time of this prophesy John R. was seven years old, and not expected to live long. He died on September 15, 1931 in Provo, Utah just five years before I was born, at the age of 94. At age 16, 1854, he was called on a mission to the Sandwich Islands, Hawaii, I was called to serve a mission to Hawaii 104 years later in 1957 at the age of 20. John R. also served missions to England and Wales, to further fulfill the prophesy of Joseph Smith when he was seven and very sick. When John R. returned home from his first mission for years, Johnson's army was arriving in Utah, and most of Salt Lake had been evacuated to Utah County. On January 1, 1859 he married Albina Terry, the oldest daughter of William Reynolds, and Mary Phillips Terry, and settled in Payson. Two years later, 1861, Brigham Young called them and ten other families to sell their homes and go to the Uinta Basin to establish a new settlement. They sold their farm, and bought a team and wagon and loaded their belongings and their son, and went to Salt Lake City. When they arrived John or went to see Uncle Brigham F.O. instructions, and to visit, and was told that because of Indian problems in the basin that he should return to Payson and buy a farm. In accord with the directions of the prophet, John R., Albina and baby John Terry returned to Payson sold the wagon and bought a house and ten acres and took up farming again. 
Also in 1861 John R. married my great-great-grandmother Lydia Knight, daughter of Newell and Lydia Goldthwaite Knight. I am presently living in Spring Lake, Utah a small village between Payson and Santa Quinn, with a five-acre farm. It is amazing that my ancestors would pick up and move any time they were asked. They were later called to Dixie, Santa Clara, and then to Orderville. I would like now to back up 14 years to 1847 when John R. was 10 years old. His family was living in winter quarters, and in the spring the Pioneer Company was making plans to blaze a trail to the Rocky Mountains. President Young asked Lorenzo to go with the advanced party, as he was an expert teamster, hunter, and mountain man. He agreed to go if he could take his wife Harriet Wheeler Young. Brigham was planning to only take men but decided to take one of his wives, and a child, so Lorenzo took one of his sons. John R.'s mother was ill and stayed in winter quarters, but John R. and his brother Franklin W. 8. left soon after the advanced party, in the Jedediah M. Grant Company. In his book John R. states that they were no one's responsibility, but everyone's chore boys. It is heart-wrenching to me to picture a sick mother sending a 10-year-old son on a 1,000-mile trek through wild country with an 8-year-old in tow. One morning when they were camped on Ham's Fork near F.T. Bridger, in what is now Wyoming, a cow was sick and would not get up. John was left behind to try to get her up and bring her to the next campsite. It is terrible to think of the fear he felt as the last dust settled from the wagons as they faded from view. While tending the cow he saw an Indian across the river, and he decided to leave the cow and head for camp. The next morning several men returned to the previous campsite, and found that the cow had been butchered by Sioux Indians on the warpath after Shoshone's. This band raided F.T. Bridger, but left the Mormon train alone except for one sick cow. While I was on my mission serving on the island of Kauai, I read the book written by John R., and was very interested in the missions to Hawaii. I read about one of his companions named William W. Clough, and my companion at the time was Devar Clough. I asked my companion if he knew A.W. W. Clough and he told me no, but he would ask his mother. She wrote back and told him it was his great-great-grandfather. Thanks for listening. If you would like access to more content and information about our pioneer history, join us at S u.p.online.org, the online community of the Sons of Utah Pioneers. That's s-u-p, online.org. Goodbye until next time.